It's a one eight hundred ask Gary, the first one. And guy came out, Dalton got his Dalton got his line hooked on the on the dock. You know, we were like, okay, we just snap the line. The guy's no no no, I'll unhook it. So and we start working our way down all the docks. Well, we run into this one and we're fishing it, catching snook last night. And the gentleman comes out and goes, Get off my dock. I'm calling nine one one. I said, Go ahead and call nine one one. I'll go ahead and call FWC. We'll see who, uh, and then uh, yeah, they'll get we'll you for harassment. Right. Exactly. Okay, because I'm not hooked to your dock. So about five minutes goes by, and he comes out. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. This guy's going to start yelling. Or he went inside, got a cane. I'm like, okay, this guy's going to flip out. He come out, and he goes, I really wish you guys would stay off my docks. I said, sir, listen. I said, we have every right to fish the waters around your dock, uh. but we're not allowed to, to, to tie to your dock. And he come out and he looks at me and he's, I'm like, well, you know, how are you doing today, sir? I mean, are you having a bad day? Just being nice. Yeah. Well, me and this guy sit there and talk for 45 minutes. Before you know it, he's telling me when I'm getting ready to leave, he's going, hey, I really appreciate you being nice. You know, most people would have flipped the lid, told me to go fuck myself. And, you know. It's, it's probably actually the best thing you could do. And it's, it's the easiest thing every, it does. Look. Just try it for a day. Just go and walk up to random people and be nice. Be kind. Ask somebody how their day's going. That's the easiest thing to give to somebody, and it's free. It's not like it charges anything, and you could turn somebody's day around like that. Well, me and that old guy, his name was Jim Nest, 72 years old. Got He was a, a worker over in Iraq. I mean, like I said, I, we sit there and had a 45-minute conversation. Congo. And he's from originally from Chicago. He's only been he's been coming in and out of here for the last forty years. I know a lot of info about this guy. I'm about to ask you if you tongue kiss him. No, I mean I that's <laughs> I, I go around people all every day, so I know what questions to ask. And you yeah, know, certain things trigger people. Other things actually trigger something else. Where they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe this dude's just actually like. Well, I think after talking being to him, a decent human. I think after talking to him, the, what I gathered was he lost his wife two years ago. And he has this huge house up on the water, and he just wants to talk to somebody. You know, it, he was a great guy once I sit out. Once I actually, I mean, hell, Chris, we almost got close enough where I'm sitting there talking to him. He's like, hey, you want to tie off the dock now and sit and just talk to me? I'm like, no, man, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here on the boat. So the next event that happened was on the way home at Fruitville and 301, or Fruitville and 41. So, no, it's uh, no, it would have been 301 because it's right there by the Hollywood movie theater, right okay. by the sheriff's department. Yeah. So, we're driving down the road. I'm, we see a couple cars stopped in the middle of Fruitville Road. And uh, I'm like, man, what the hell's going on here? This guy jumps out of the car. He runs up to the other guy. He starts yelling at him, calling him the N word. You know, telling him he's a piece of shit, no black, you know, yeah. you know, just dropping every end bomb he can just to get a rise out of the guy. Probably. Well, he was ju I mean, he's jumping up in the guy's face and the guy just got rear ended. The one guy rear ended the other guy, you know, just I mean, just bam, so he came out anger and everything. So he came out anger and he came out my tr and then I said something about, hey, you need to quit back off or something like that. And there's another guy videotaping the whole damn thing. Well, he comes up to the door of my truck, and about the time he comes up to the door of my truck, man, I have always have something, if you know what I'm saying, in my truck. You got to. 
in my in my pickup truck. Yeah, you got so to. you got to have a you know, light stick or a little little old school like what my uncle used to have is uh well when you go to baseball games you get them mini baseball bats. Well, he'd go to one of them and then he'd just uh bitch be cool stick. Yeah, he he'd machine like a, a little Chinese star looking thing and then drill it to the top of the bat. So morning anyway. Wylane, morning Kyle, thank you guys for tuning in. Also, Bill, if you're still in there, TJ, you guys already know you're more than welcome to call in. Anybody that's listening can. The number is on your screen if you're watching. If not and you're listening on the app, you can always call in at 941-822-0715. So we, the guy comes up to the window, and I, un, I undo my safety belt, and I open the door. About the time I open the door, his attitude changed in a fucking instant. Yeah, short little burly guy come walking out. Okay. <laughs> His attitude changed in an instant. And like I told him, I said, if you don't back off my truck and go get back in your car, shit's going to go bad quick. Because if you're not a convicted felon in the state of Florida, if you're hunting or fishing, you can conceal you can, your you can weapon. conceal carry, yes. And believe it or not, you don't have to have a concealed weapons permit to do that. Nope. So I had a boat attached to the back of my truck. And let's just put it this way, you know. I got my son in the truck. I'm going to be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. won't play no dumb shit. This is, so. But welcome to the state of Florida. Everybody <laughs> has a gun. <laughs> so be prepared when you come walking that up to somebody's truck. That should be the sign when, reach, when you reach Florida. And it says, welcome to Florida. Everybody's packing. Yes, even the granny on her porch sipping her sweet tea. Don't mess with her. She's got a Mossberg under the chair. Well, you, I mean, you want to be, you want to be honest. Okay. Here's the, here's a serious fact. You can, you can open carry everywhere in the state of Pennsylvania, except Philadelphia. Some states are like that where it's complete open carry, but you can't do it in the major populated areas. I kind of agree with not open carry. I mean, I don't, I don't want to I'd rather, I'd personally, I mean, me, because I'm just such a procrastinator and, haven't really, I guess, made the time, as as I should say, uh, to go get my concealed. Have you ever had a hunting, hunting permit? Nah. Let's go get your hunting license. Uh, yeah, then you don't need it, I know. Then you get, you know, you need your you need, you your, need your concealed, yeah. You got to get your seal, but it's the same test. Yeah. You do but, exactly uh, the same stuff. Um, whatchamacallit. Open carriage, that should be, like, they put concealed carry on there so you could be concealed while you were doing it, is what I figure, because... Back in the day, cowboys and Indian shit, them bitches was open carrying for a while. You go to certain states, Portland, Oregon, that's an open carry state. People can walk and walk down the street with an AR strapped to their back. It doesn't matter. Texas, the same way. You know what I mean? Not to say that I'd be walking around with a freaking fully you know, automatic or semi-auto assault rifle strapped to my back when I need to go to 7-Eleven and grab a Slurpee. No. But because it's your right, meh, I... Yeah, I might do it if I'm going for a leisurely walk with the dog or something. Sure, let me let me throw on my my Saga AK with the 50 round drum. And but that's really, that's like people that have like the super lifted trucks with the light. It's all for show, you know what I mean? You ain't taking none of them nice ass trucks that I see driving around here through the mud. You might get them through mud, but you ain't taking them out to RYC, guaranteed. But what I'm saying is, is about the open carry is, is there's, I don't, I mean. You know, like my wife, she doesn't she doesn't carry. No, but she has a concealed, doesn't she? No. Oh, she, she doesn't. She has well, the, she, she don't need one, does she? Well, she does. She does. I mean, if I want to get shot, you yeah. know. <laughs> but uh no, all kidding aside, I just want, you know, you don't have you, I mean, you can make that motion. You don't have to have it. Cuz if everybody has it, 
it makes people think. Like even last night when after that happened, on the way home, I'm thinking, fuck, that guy could have had a gun too. Yeah. You know, but I didn't think about that at the time. But, I mean, it was a dumb thing, but shit, dude. I'm not not backing down, you know, especially when I see somebody else in her – you know, he was gonna he was gonna knock that dude out, but there's no reason he rear-ended him. Now there is something funny though. Um that mother jumper's tongue. He goes, My tongue is numb, I can't even speak English because he bit his tongue. Dude. How look <laughs> That was some funny stuff. My phone's freezing up. I got half of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to uh I won't be able to do that right there. <laughs> Heck, I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> I'd be gone. I, I can't yeah, even talk. I can't even feel my hand. I won't be able to do it. So, I wanted to tell you, you know, I started thinking, you know, in the words of my buddy Chris, stop listen, stop licking the nasty prostitute's pussy. You can feel your tongue. Yeah. Just, <laughs> some stuff goes numb. Some stuff goes numb. <laughs> What's up, Scott? How you been, buddy? Um, obviously everybody knows it's what last week was last week. We had technical difficulties the week before that was what mother's day. Correct. Yeah. So we haven't been on for two weeks now. Uh, this morning was a little hairy too. (laughs) So I'm glad we're back. Uh, I've been doing a little fishing here and there. I got the kids out down Albee road again with, with Gene and, and his wife, um, me and Doug tried to get out shrimping that day with, with Dalton, and the rain really... Man, that really ticked me off that day, by the way, bro. Yeah, as soon, I, as, like, as, soon as we packed up, like, bro, away. I, I was finna, like, run to, like, fucking the dollar store or something to buy some Dawn and be like, nah, bitch, you cleaning the boat again, I'll help. <laughs> like, bro, I got, I got off the... I didn't even get off the island. I didn't even make it to the doubles. When I crossed that little humpback bridge coming from the docks and looked over, I was like, some bitch. Son of a bitch. Let me. Uh, it's probably still raining over there. Man, I hit. It the, was still raining over there. I hit the doubles and it was like sunshine skies. It, it was, yeah, it was still sun. raining over there. And then as soon as you called and then that other guy was sitting there, you know, and that night Dalton got mad at me and left my hundred foot water hose. There? There. Oh, hell no. Did you, you didn't go back to get it, did you? No, hell, it was gone. Yeah, that shit is. I was about to it say that'll disappear. Gone. The next, the next the day next it was comes go. In. I'm like, oh, shit. So. Of course, I had to go buy another. I bought two fifty footers. And well, do you it, really need a hundred foot to walk around the boat, or no? Well, no. You uh, what I do is I leave the boat like yeah. at that angle yeah. and scrub it down, and then use a boat soap yeah. and scrub everything down. It just everything flows off. Uh, everything flows off. You get it nice and clean. Look at look at Y Lane out here tagging everybody. Scott Triplett. Tag. Hey, you know I thought of uh, I thought of J Cole this morning. I'm driving down the road, and there's this guy. I'm driving this car. I was car. Gonna say that can really go left right now. Hold on, <laughs> there there was a guy driving uh, a car. That's Facebook. That does. And that. it, the license plate said Jay Nicole. I looked over and this guy's bamming the music on Fruitville Road, and everybody. Talk, I mean, has anybody seen her? Like physically? Yeah. I know one person that has. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, he ain't here, and he wasn't here this morning. But I do know one person that has. But that's like, look, enough about J. Cole. Well, I, just, I just thought, I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, because everybody says she's like, you know, nobody's really seen her. I'm like, well, that's because she lives out in Arcadia. There's like two restaurants listen, out there. There's a like, lot of Arkadelphians that come in and hang out. 
Bro, I don't know. I ain't ever been Arc- out there. Arcadia is only thirty five minutes away if you I really know. haul ass. The the uh the that's what that's what the wife and the daughter did, and I believe the next show for for that'll be sometime in August is uh, I believe in August, just before we go and get the pig for Ja. Re already, I believe we're either looking or I don't know. I leave that part up to the wife. I try and stay out of it a little bit. That's, Best thing to do. Well, <coughs> I have my free time. You know what I mean? I go fishing. I have my hobbies I like. So that's one thing that she's really into that she likes. So that point, I mean, I'm there to support her and support my kids with whatever they do. But I'll give her, you know, that's her time. You know, she likes it a lot more. You than should me, so. really bring Re and your wife out. Um, we got a new baby. I I seen your your wife was tight. See, but I can't do that because then all I see is veal and no. I'm saying you should bring them out and let them see the baby and let let them feed the cow. Let all the kids feed the cows with the bread. I can do that, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, every party we have at our house, it's like, oh, we eat, we we talk a little bit, and then everybody before everybody leaves, everybody's outside feeding the cows with bread. Animals. That's how they do it up at her uncle's house because he lives up in uh uh Plant City off of. lithia somewhere up there is where he stays he's got some nice property and that's what we do we'll go up there we'll hang out we'll party for a little bit and then we'll take the kids and go feed all the goats and donkeys and cows and everything else so the last few times that i went out fishing i got just catfish basically i've been getting skunked although the one day that i took the kids down to alby i was using uh some frozen sardines i don't like throwing my cast net around down there Especially like when you go over Alby Road Bridge and go to the right and cut down the boat ramps and stuff, and you can hop down the shoreline. There's way too many rocks, and if I see them schooling up on top of the water, I'll throw it and pull real quick. They were there was decent amount of bait everywhere, schooling up here and there across the across the actual channel or the the intercoastal area where the houses are. There was tons of fish getting smashed up against the boats. So I go, I throw this big-ass sardine on. This is this will be the whole entire no-leader-line story. And uh, I I had a leader line on, like a 40-pound braid on, polymer knot to the swivel, polymer knot to the leader line, polymer knot to the hook. They're the toughest knots. They're, they're, all it is is a cinch knot. The harder it pulls, the tighter it gets. Throw it out. I got like a two and a half ounce weight on because, like, I don't know. I know you fished down there before, but like when you're when you're shore fishing from there, that that current fucking rips, and I mean rips. Except whether it's outgoing or in current going, that current is always steady moving. So I'm sitting there and I can feel you know the weight bouncing, and then it stops. My line goes slack. So I'm like, ooh, all right. Reeling a little bit, maybe the thing got turned around. No, I feel a little boom, boom, boom. Crank down on the drag. Boom, give two big reels. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I reel in my shit. My weight's still there. My swivel's still there. My leader is still there. The hook, gone. But if that was a mackerel or something, All, you, you, yeah. Well, see, I don't know that, so I'm using twenty pound leader line, 
Thus, the reason why. So why are you? Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's really think about this. Okay, you're using forty pound braid. Forty pound braid, which is a little obsessive. No, okay? it's not. It's it's freaking fifteen pound test diameter, bro. Yeah, but you you don't need forty pound braid. I mean, yes, I do. Because if I hook a manatee, that bitch is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you're not going to do it with only twenty pound leader. Well, that's what you the need to go at least thirty pound leader if you got. I mean, well, fifteen yeah, I pound braid, fifteen pound braid with. 20 pound leader 20 pound leader or 15 pound braid with 30 pound leader you're good okay i think your problem might lay with that you got that you got that heavy lead you got the heavy braid which it but it didn't break at the swivel no but what it does is had to be teeth yeah it's true but you know what it does is as it pulls and you're going to sit that hook or you're going to reel it in that leader is stretching that braid does not that braid does not stretch Okay, um, so as it's stretching, the, the 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 braid is meant to take that that initial yeah snap, and the, the leader, the mono stretches. It stretches. It's it not pops. meant to take that natural no. stre- that that stre- that snap. So if you if you're pulling on it too hard, that's when it breaks. Well, that bitch pulled, and he stuck around three more times. Okay, I tried three separate knots. I tried my little. Wrap around back in through there. The only like I know like four knots that, that are bitch written. had teeth. Yeah, that bitch had teeth. So I don't know what it was been barracuda. Yeah, but it's in the intercoastal. Like it you- doesn't matter. There's a, there's barracuda in there. We I've seen barracuda all the way up in uh, what we call the land of giants. Me and Dalton call it the land of giants, and it's so far up in there. You would you would I have to take you there one day when we're out during the day. And there's a reason we call it the land of giants. Well, I would freaking snook in there floating yeah. around that are this big and redfish just as big. So that happened to me. So then I tell I tell our buddy Lane the story and he's all busting my chops about it with the no <laughs> you know no leader. But then I'm like, motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So I, I've had and I know most people want to do this, but I I care about my equipment at the same time I don't care about my equipment. And I have my really nice bass rod that I like with my with my bait caster on it. That uh, that's my freshwater rod. I like it. That day that we went out and I brought it with me and I put the line on, which I was casting. I was casting a country mile with that thing with braid on it. I've never had braid on it yet until until now. So now I have braid on it, and that bitch is soaring, son. I got to actually take a little bit of line off. I think I have too much on there. And I, I started using that uh, that Yazori uh, sinking, uh, slow sinking uh, twitch bait. Ripping that through the water. Having a good old time. Nothing hit it, but for me, getting used to using a bait caster in salt water is totally different. It's, it's completely different from fresh. So I have to, like, that's where I'm at now. So anybody that the the five the fabulous six people that are tuned in because two of them are me and Doug that are watching so we could check your comments. Eight now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody knows a really nice and this could you you can DM me later or whatever if the, if the if the video reaches you in two three days I don't care I need I need some type of uh, I want open reel I don't want the spinning unless I'm putting it on like a big rod I want something for waiting. But the the gear ratio has to be a lot higher because I feel like on a freshwater open face, you know, on a freshwater bait caster, when you're using that reeling it through salt water, you don't have 
when you're reeling, it's not because you're going with the current or you're going against the current. If you're going with the current, them spinning rods, you can pick up speed real quick on them and you'll still be able to feel your line drifting by if you're going weightless or whatever. And uh, you're here. Where the hell are you at? I don't see you. TJ said he's here. Well, then come upstairs if you're here. You know where we're at. Um, I need a new setup is what I – I'm not getting the – I won't get the whole thing right away. Like, I'm looking to spend a couple bucks on it and get myself something really You really, really need nice. to get with – I mean, I know I keep talking about Bull, but you really need to get with him. Well, and get I need you, I need you to get in touch with him. And, and you know, I need to – He's your buddy. Get him he in could tell you. He could tell you what you're going to need. And everything, because I mean, that's what he does for a living. He he design he doesn't design, but he sells fishing rods, and he can kind of point you in the right direction. And say, okay, what does that feel like? What does that feel like? That, and he'll ask you. He'll ask you to prime questions. What do you plan on doing with it? What type of weight do you like to fish with? So forth and so on. Which, oh no, I'm watching. He said, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm, look, I'm looking out the window, going, nah, bro, you ain't. You ain't yeah, he's, here. He's, he's over. On, I see him right now. He's over on the top of the building, watching you with the scope. Why he got to have a scope on? I ain't do nothing to him. <laughs> Morning, uh, Tony. I but, like, uh, and then, and then, uh, which I'm gonna call it. Oh, TJ, did you, did you ever get in your frogs that we were talking about? Them hopping frogs that you would call in one of the last. There you go. We got a caller. Hold on, folks. Caller, you're on the air with High Tides. This is Carter. Who's this? What's up? What's up? TJ. Hey, what's up, TJ? Oh, uh, you know, doing what we do. You need more Man, volume. you're killing me. It's not called current. It's not. A, you're not watching a car go down the it's, current. It's current. <laughs> hey, I hear it. I'm just not correcting him because I have words I look, can't say either. Look, be happy that I got off of the whole entire water thing, all right? And I say water yeah, now. Water, water. Hey, it's water. water. Hey, what's wrong with water? And yes, I was. A, I, I will admit, your yo, your wife had me dying yesterday after I had my hand cut. She was like, "Ah, oh, did she commented something?" She goes, "Don't be such a big p -p pussy." <laughs> Two peas in front of it. Now I don't know if you coaxed her into doing that or what, but y'all. Oh, he me, don't have to coaxed her into that. Y'all have me dying with that. Uh, I, I, uh, she showed me, but I, uh, I, I, I did make a smart remark about it, but it wasn't that. She must have came on that. Uh, came up with that on her own. Yeah. Well, she, that's, she that's got good. Just, Listen, yeah, that's what I was about to don't say. Don't unwrap that. I don't want to have to rewrap that. It's going to get rewrapped at home, and it's annoying me right now because the tape's all falling off. Tell you what, let's put some I, uh, mas masking I, tape on I, it and fixes everything. So, all right, yeah, you're breaking up. Did you get your frogs in? No, I did not. Oh. My, salty, my salty corn. No, it has not came in. I'm wondering what the hell. Well, I'll tell you what. It took... I know everybody's seen them, like especially if you if you like fishing pages or anything fishing associated with social media. They got that sectioned little. It's a little freaking. It's a swim bait, but it's all cut up. It's segmented. Oh, just wait. Have you heard seen the one that is rechargeable? No, I haven't seen that. But that bitch was garbage when I got it. So, but it took them, mother trucker. Hey. Let's see it. Let's see it. That ain't bad. It don't look bad. Oh, that bitch was wide open yesterday, though. Like, oh God! Oh man, it sucked, dude. I don't look. You need to let it air out. I will. I will. I don't care. I'm admitting it. I'm the biggest pussy you will ever see when it comes to fucking pain and shit like that, bro. I stub my toe. I want to cry. 
I don't. <coughs> uh-uh. The sight of my own blood, I don't like it. The only time I like it, yeah, the only time I like my own blood is if someone punches me in my snot box, and I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, it's fucking on now. And I got a weak-ass nose just like Bubba. You can flick that bitch, and it gushes. Your um, boy does have a baby nose. Kudos, kudos to you for being out there. How was that? Even though we're a fishing show, I've always said I like to talk anything that's outdoors. And if, if anything besides fishing is outdoors, farming, agriculture is all that to me as well. So you were out there in Arcadia. You had a couple couple of your, uh, your cows out there. How'd y'all do? Uh, we did. Well, Sage did pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, she showed the little calf baby. Um, you remember yeah. Uh, so she showed her, and, uh, you know, first time at a show, first time with a halter on, and uh, she did great with her, and the mom, she did great with it, and her steer, she did pretty good with him. Um, again, you know, it was, uh, other than the mom, the cow, um, the steer, and the baby, that was the first uh, shows they've been to, so they behaved well and uh, went good. It was just Good God, you know, man, it was brutal as hell hot. Yeah, I could only imagine. Well, when Nick said she was there and she said that they had two different places, but they were standing all, I was like, so what? There's like that many people that there was no benches. This she said, no, it was just standing room. I said, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah kind of, they don't have I'm kind of glad I wasn't there. I'd have been fucking lying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily, uh, you know, I don't know what the fishing was uh, this weekend, obviously, but um, I could have to assume the water was pretty damn rough with the wind. Cause it was windier than hell over there. Um, but well, if it wasn't for that breeze, man, it would have been just awful. Yeah, that's, that's been the only thing that's been like the saving grace at night lately. I haven't, uh, again, we've been off for two weeks now, the technical right. difficulties, Mother's Day, so forth. And fishing at this point for me has just been null and void. But at night, man... Sitting out in the garage, bro, it gets it gets muggy. Like last night was great because it was it was semi muggy, but you had that nice cool breeze coming through, which is they're the Florida nights that I really like. Is when you get right. them them ocean or golf breezes coming off when it's humid as all hell at night. Right. Well, yeah. that's cool as shit. Was, man. Uh, I actually this morning I, I was I got up at five and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go take the boat out. Um, want to want to go fishing. Um. But, again, I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going back to bed. And then, of course, you know, now it's, to me, it's, it's too damn hot to be fishing. Yeah, so. that's, here, here you go. You haven't, you haven't met Casanova yet, TJ. Doug is Doug has met Casanova. So, Cas, <laughs> Casanova is one of our crispy friends here at the station. I like to call him because he's extra black. Right. And he, he literally just got into fishing. Like, he don't, he, he's. He hasn't figured it out yet. Oh, no, he's know. he's figuring it out. Now, check this out. This son of a bitch, I don't know what you're doing for money, Casanova, because I don't know if you have a job or not, but he got his backpack. He got, like, that, and he got the backpack with all, like, the, the Tupperware containers, the snap tops that you could separate all your stuff. This right. bitch is, he this, is pretty organized, dude. You can tell. He's he getting very organized with it. He got, oh, you can tell he got new rods. Dude. He got a couple new new reels. He got a pen pursuit, like a 500 pen pursuit or something like that, which is a great insure reel. And he's doing good, but this some bitch likes to go fishing from like ten o'clock in the morning to three in the afternoon, bro. No, it's too hot. See, oh yeah, exactly. He's cut out for that. He might be black and attract the sun, and he he already has a tan. I ain't gonna get that tan no matter how long. The thing about it is, is black people don't get tan. They just get they they still get darker like we do. 
they get blacker. They get blacker. They get blacker. They do. I mean, they don't peel and they don't come back to color. They oh just, no, they do. Black, I know. Black, I know. Blacker. I know mulattoes. I know. I know a couple people that are half half white, half black. That they they stay out there too long. They be getting blistered and peeling like a. Bitch. Well, black people will peel. I mean, anybody but will peel. But I mean, it's, it's just funny. It's just funny that he'll be out there in the morning. But then I I, I asked him. I believe I asked him. Maybe it was me thinking that. But I'm like. Bro, why don't you come out at night with me and we'll go up to like Blackburn and we'll wade the flats at Blackburn or we'll we'll go we'll even go over to uh Siesta Bridge and walk under Siesta Bridge and wade the flats on the the left-hand side of Siesta cuz there is those flats out there are great great yeah. fishing flats, man. The only part that sucks is having my big 270-pound ass hop down off that seawall and then figuring a way back up it later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look when when Pop was still able to walk around, we would bring the. Uh, I had a, a small step ladder, like a little step stool, a little two step chumpy, and I would bring that out with us because he couldn't get down or up off of the seawall. He still right. wa- he still wanted to go fishing, so all right, well I got this little piece of shit step ladder. Bring that bitch, bro. That stayed in the trunk just with everything else. Because if I hit a seawall and I could get that in the water. Psh- all right, now I know I could get down in the water here and walk around. I don't have to figure out I can hop in. How the fuck's my big ass going to get back out? You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, now I got me. That well, bit. I did call. Uh, I called Billy Wilderness and tried to get him to come down with me this morning, and uh, he's full of excuses as normal. Oh, I've got to go. I've got to. You know, I've got to work. I've got to finish a job as soon as possible. That I sounds like I you're on the boat now. This morning that. They were supposed to be going on the boat fishing. They were, yeah. He uh, so there was this, there was another story I was going to get into uh, probably after we hung up with him actually, but yeah. So the wife and I told you the wife Billy Wilderness Carrie was supposed to go out tarpon and and uh, cobia fishing, right. and all I could think of was yeah on Memorial Day weekend. You know how many boats are going to be out there? And uh, yeah, I told Nick I'm like, do you like if you hook into a tar like that was my whole thing. Like I I don't. I just wanted to be there to see the look on her face when, like, a hundred, yeah, when a hundred and fifty pound tarpon goes and bites your line, and or you, it's, yeah, <laughs> and you get that yank, and everyone knows, like, it's she's a tiny girl, like she is a tiny lady, she's small, so she she might have a decent like center body, uh, uh, what the fuck's the body of the center body of gravity, whatever the hell, everyone knows what I'm trying to say. But when a 150-pound fish hits that line and you've never fought a 150-pound <laughs> fish, let alone you probably never fought, like, a 30-pound fish, bro, that's a different story. And he doesn't let – it's not like it's not like Bill has a chair on the front of the, <laughs> the front of the boat. She'd be cooler, dog. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, bitch, watch this. And fucking just hammer in reverse. Yep. Hey, reverse. son, hold on, son. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. But You on the right, boat well, now? I go, so – I just wanted to touch base and. No, he's not. Uh, you're not on the boat, are you? You ain't like... on the boat now, are you? No, I'm no. sitting in my truck. Oh, all right. Yeah, Fant- that... my, my orange Fanta is calling my name, so hopefully the TNT is open. <laughs> uh, is it what time is it? It's quarter to eight. Oh, I think they're open, but being the holiday weekend, so. No, they're know. closed tomorrow, but they're open today. Yeah. Oh, big Big A's, Big A's working today. He's already there. Gotcha. So. You know, Big A's the man. I'd run down now, but it's. By the time I get there, you guys will be gone. So, well, if you ain't getting the boat in next weekend, you know the deal, buddy. You're always more than welcome to stop in if you get out fishing during the week after work or anything like that. And yeah, if it, to, uh, I'm if, planning uh, on doing a little fishing this week, and also going to try to do some shrimping 
um, at night. So, dude, the, the shrimp weren't that big last night, but they were around. They they were around, and that's what the snook. Just for everybody to know, they've been crushing. Them. They've been crushing their live shrimp, and they, they. I mean, the dog was catching them on DOAs last night. Yep. But you know, the one they were really crushing was the live shrimp. So, just to give everybody heads up, that those snook on those docks, man, they loving that live shrimp. That's good. So oh, that's good to know. All right, I, I didn't find no good bait in uh, in the bay though, and not you said it's down there where Albie Farm. What the bait? Yeah, bait. There was a lot of greenies. There was a guy at Siesta Bridge with a tiny little pole with like six headlights zip tied to it, sitting there. Had the pole under his uh, five gallon bucket with a little bit of water in it, and he had it just sitting there. And he would sit back, smoke a couple cigarettes, and he'd look over the edge of the shoreline at the pole. Sure as shit, there'd be about three shrimp there, and he'd scoop the shrimp up, put them in his bucket, and they were all. They were perfect bait size, you know what I mean? Nothing. No, no, we want to, like, eat with, or I'll use those bitches for bait, too. Let me get near a light. I'll throw that bitch on real quick. No, that's the cocktail shrimp. No, bitch, that's the cocktail right there. Give me that big fish. TJ, I'll thank you. know when my salty corn comes in. I yeah, that definitely. I don't know if they ripped me off or what. But. That, no, it, no it, don't, it's hey, going to take a while. You, let me tell you something. It's like ordering those baits. They all come from freaking China. Yep. And it's taking forever. I ordered a, you know, that's like ordering off the Wish app. Yeah, well, you know what? Don't they know that, you know, the fucking Americans want to go fishing today? I don't want to wait. <laughs> hey, listen, mister. Oh, fuck, listen, I make, it, I make it all oh, better. Oh, so sorry, Round Eye. You miss your uh, big bass uh, fish? <laughs> you American. You order this? Good. Dude, that's, that's my favorite meme that's out right now. It's got this chubby little Chinese guy, and he's got his eyeballs like this, and it says, I wonder if Chinese people make fun of white people. Like, <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Rob. I got a new raw mower. Watch me go pick Pant my cheese in my backyard. <laughs> Just, that's funny. That's so so there you go, dude. All right, I'll let you guys go. All right, TJ. Have thanks fun, a lot, buddy. brother. Y'all have fun today. You too, buddy. See ya. So there, there's another thing before I get into tides real quick. The United States of America, multiple states, you know, lots of walks, lots of different walks of life. Even I don't care if you were born and raised in Nigeria and you moved to Brooklyn, New York, within two, three years, you will have a some type of Brooklyn, New York accent. Do you think they have them in like, like, like Russia? Like Russian, I don't know. Look, I love you guys to death because y'all some crazy sons of bitches, but your freaking language is jacked up beyond belief. There is no way a woman can whisper anything sweet to you in your ears in Russian. But is there different accents? Like if you come from one side. Yes, there is. And then you always different accents. It's always, it's the same exact words. Everything means the same, but it's the way that they pronounce them. That's like, you know. From a, a Hispanic a Hispanic point of view, okay, you know you're Mexican and you're Puerto Rican. Are you Mexican two total, two total and Puerto Rican? Things, don't ever call a Puerto Rican a Mexican, and, and don't, don't ever call, call a Mexican a Puerto Rican. Oh no, you don't call Mexicans Guatemalan. Yeah, they they want to fight don't really call, quick. They'll don't stab call, you. Don't call a Puerto Rican a Colombian either. <laughs> I know that. Shit but it's time. The, the there is a little bit of a um, it's like going from Tennessee to. South Florida, Florida you yeah. know, or, you know, like where we're at there's right a, now. There's a little you bit got of extra the, twang. You got the, everybody wants to talk like this and have their little dip in their mouth and have that. I can talk like that, but my favorite is when a girl can, we, that, that, that Southern draw whisper uh, when she's like, listen, baby. Don't worry, sweetie. Everything's don't worry. Be okay. huh? Come here to mama. 
Come here, I, I'm truly your put mama. Your, I mean, put your your sister. I'm truly your mama. <laughs> That's gross, Doug. That's definitely gross. <laughs> I can't. Hey, There's some things I can fuck with. I ain't fucking with that, bro. You know, you go to Tennessee. You you better own that shit. You on your own with that one, dude. Hey, you're going to bite into it. I I was about to until you were like, I'm really your mama. Hey, you get up to Tennessee and you get up in that area and get to West Virginia. West Virginia is the worst. All right, let's. There's 10 minutes left of the show. Hey, Chris, is your mama, your daddy, and your daddy, your brother? My brother's my uncle, my uncle's my father. Yeah, that's what I look. That's why I told you. I always like going on them, the Memorial and Labor Day camping trips because it was supposed to be the whole family, but only me and my uncle went. (laughs) So, God help us all. I did a job one time. Hold on. You're having a squirrel (laughs) moment. I'm trying to fucking concentrate here. Okay, so we're talking tides right now for. What do you got for tides? For today on so on uh what's today's date? Yeah, the twenty sixth. So uh our next tide's gonna be a high tide today at nine o'clock. <laughs> As re- she's still sitting out there. They really they really it looks like, like a slack tide all day if if I'm looking at it the way that, that I believe. So not nine o'clock today is gonna be a high tide and that's coming from a like a, a a foot to a foot and a half and then it goes to a low tide at about quarter to two and that's only dropping like two inches if that and then the next high tide is coming back up at six so there is moving water out there it's just not moving very much for today now tomorrow's really almost the same exact thing after after tonight's high tide at six o'clock the following low tide on tomorrow's what monday would be monday morning would be at three o'clock in the morning and you're you're dropping about a foot and a half and then that following high tide and we we discussed this three weeks ago for for anybody that didn't remember most of the times when we're reading tides like if i read the tide today and we have a high tide at nine o'clock tomorrow's high tide is probably going to be somewhere 20 minutes to 45 minutes after that tide that you had the previous day so Sunday's high tide is again nine o'clock today. Monday's high tide is nine thirty. The, the only thing it, that it, changes it, is height. It, it yeah, the time time changes a little bit. That's what I said. You're <coughs> excuse me. Depending on where you're going, it's really a twenty to forty minute time change. That's it. And tomorrow's the same exact thing. You're looking at coming up four inches from a high tide and dropping down four inches to a low tide. Nothing. Nothing drastic I see now. Uh, Monday night the the high tide is at quarter to eight, and that's a that's a one point five. That's a nice that's a nice tide. So keep that in mind because Tuesday's low tide. If you're a night fisherman and you enjoy night fishing in Florida, which is I, if I could choose to fish at any time, it would be at night because there's no sun. Uh, the low tide Tuesday morning goes from a one point five to a point three. So that is that is that's some fast moving water. Tuesday's high tide at quarter to ten in the morning, so it goes from a point three to a one point seven. That's coming up a foot and a half in. Well, I don't know time wise on how long it takes, but it, it, it's the fact that the water is rising up a foot and a half, and then low tide on Tuesday would be four four thirty ish, I guess. And that's dropping back down to a point nine. Now, my question to you on the on the tides is: When do you have your best bite? Me? I really, I would probably say outgoing. 
Well, I mean, outgoing tide, but on a fast-moving tide or a slow-moving tide? From land, bro, I mean, for me, as long as the water is moving, I'm happy. But uh, the times that I have been out when we have fished, I figure uh, I like uh, the slower-moving tide as long as – because I like if I'm fishing shrimp or pinfish or, you know – the fuck are they called the the shiny ones not the greenbacks oh threat thins yeah uh no weight and as as long as that current's just pushing a little bit and keeps him moving and keeps him going down i'm straight i don't because if i'm fishing if i'm fishing sure i usually bottom fish anyway so with a fast current i don't i'm not I'm not trying to throw on two two ounce weights all the time and be on the bottom every day so you know, here's something I'm starting to figure out, okay? It all depends on where you, like, especially with baits, okay? Where you hook your your bait, especially, like, your greenies or your your pinfish or stuff like that. If, if the tide's rushing and it's flowing pretty good, I hook them in the nose and I try to go with the tide where I'm fishing. So, it look, because fish always come up the tides anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they're not, you know... I might got I got actually got that reverse. They're always going with the tides. They're always hauling ass with yeah. the tides. Shrimp are. Yeah. So you you put the shrimp, you hook it through the nose or through the horn and up when the when you're flowing the tide. So then that way they're always going backwards. They're never really going forward. Have you and uh, thank you Keith for tuning in. Um, definitely go like the page. Check us out. High tides fishing on STLR Media. Uh, I don't know how to tag that in here, but I will later. Um, I was out fishing with my buddy James years ago, and I never seen anyone hook a shrimp like this. If I did, I never paid attention to it. So, head of the shrimp, it's your barb, right? So, under, yeah. shrimp have mouths. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little white spot. You could get your hook to go right in his mouth and out the front. God, that hurts. Out the front of the barb. So the the point of the hook and the barb are facing the same direction. Now with this, he said... You can only do that with a J-hook. You can't do that with a circle hook. That's what he uses, circle hooks. How in the hell does he do that with a circle hook? <laughs> the way he hooks it, he just... And pulls it up and through, dude. He just takes his time. He's using decent-sized shrimp as well. He's not using, like, little itty-bitties. Little itty-bitties, yeah, you're, you have to J-hook because circle hooks are just shaped differently. But with, you know, your shrimp and shrimp it's a lot easier also like what with a lot of times how people go right under the barb which is one way that i do it i always hit the brain so i I, see what i do is where the barb is i break the the horn what they would not the barb but they call it a horn the horn yeah break the horn off and i go straight through the horn this way and then back and then back up and i keep you you got to keep your light on you so you can see or you you know hold it up to the sun so you can almost see that where it makes sure it doesn't go into the brain. And I use a J hook for that one because of that exact reason, so it stays straight. I think Facebook don't like us anymore, personally. Yeah, so do I. Look at me, my big old fucking sausage fingers. Well, but no, nah, but I'm saying like even even when I'm trying to tune into the morning wood, which everyone should be doing, that's watching Keith. If you're still on here, because I can only see five people on right now, so tune into uh, the the morning wood. Well. Three. My, BS. We ain't that bad. But uh, uh, that that way that he hooks them, dude, I've tried it, and I've never hit the brain yet. 
because it comes at the the actual hook comes out right before it. Ain't ever hit the brain. They stay alive. My hook set has been better. Now, I haven't tried it with J-hooks, and I have lost some fish, but I, I got I have got so used to using circle hooks now, unless I'm freshwater fishing, I wouldn't even know how to set the rod on a freaking saltwater fish. I would not be used to it. When I first moved down here, and my brother and all my buddies that I was fishing with at the time are using circle hooks, I'm freaking yeah, I'm trying to set that bitch like it was a fucking 20-pound bass, bro. And I'm yanking, and I ain't catching a goddamn thing. And then my, I was like, what the hell are you doing trying to set the hook? I'm like, we're freaking fishing, right? Like, that's what I'm supposed to do, set the hook. If I want to catch the fish, I got to set the hook. No, you you, you just you just reel, bro. The, the, the hook's designed to come out of his mouth and, and pop him right in the side of the lip. I go, you decide to tell me this now after we've been fishing down here for like six months and I ain't catching Jack Diddley squat. Haven't caught a fish at all. Now you want to tell me, oh no, don't set the hook. Just reel. That's how the hook's designed to do. <laughs> Appreciate that. Like that was way late on that concept. I've missed big fish because of that. Now I can't get off of it. And what's funny is, is the other day, Jaja and Bubba are out there doing the same exact thing. Well, I, I, with kids, and you know, I, I gotta talk. They, to, they love that. I gotta set, talk to Jordy. Bro. I gotta talk to Jordy. But the thing about it is, with kids, you have to do bluegill fishing with a cane pole. Oh, I don't have a cane pole, Jaja. I'd love that because I turned her on the bluegill not too long ago. I got worms and I got you know her a bobber. You, you just can't pull that 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 you can't pull it up or you're gonna pull it out of their mouth yeah you gotta lift it up and then see we used to do that all the time growing up right there in desoto lakes we would go over there and go bluegill fishing and dude it's like we we would crush it no we would take our fishing poles and just tie a knot at the end or keep it at a certain distance and oh yeah just shoot, dip shoot, it. Shoot. Yeah. and every time it would hit the water we we started using uh grubs little white grubs and cutting in them into small little squares because they were so used to eating the bread bites. Yeah, they look like it. They look like it. So as soon as it hit the water, you're just pulling them in and out, and then you'd, you'd unhook them, throw them back in the water. Unhook them. I swear we're probably catching the same fish a dozen times over. That's, that's probably some of my favorite fishing I've done, too, like, especially as a kid. That'll be – that'll be. Uh, we'll give everyone a week to think about this until next Sunday because it is 8 o'clock. Yeah, um, I got to go. I got to go to Paris. Yeah, you got to work. Um, we'll give everyone a week to think about this. What's your like? Uh, not uh, just a favorite kind of fish to actually like. And I don't want to be on a boat or anything like that. Just to sit down, chill out, and just fish. Crappy and panfish and like perch. That's some of the easiest fishing to do because literally you're just you cane pole it all day. It's not, you know what I mean. But well, remember I said I, we got to talk to Jordy still. But with that TNT, let's put it out there. Who would be interested in bringing a kid? For a learning situation. Oh, I, I don't. I'm I'm already on a different tip than that too. Okay. I, I know what you're going with, but I want to because of. Uh, and before we get off, I want to give my condolences out to the Miller family. Yes. Um, I was there at the memorial. My son knew him for a few years now. I got the great opportunity of chaperoning on a few uh, school trips with him, and he really was. When when people say that this little kid. And uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we, we recently had a life lost in Sarasota. He was a uh, – I believe he was either 9 or 10. He was, he was Bub, 9 years old. He was Bubba's age. He was on his way to school, and he got hit by a truck, and he was killed on his bike. Uh, it, it was – in the neighborhood, in the area, like when you really think about that, like it will choke me up here in a minute if I keep on talking about it. 
but he he was he was he was just in general he was a great freaking kid so i want to do a a real in roman i wanted i want to get again bait shops just like the whole entire you know take a kid out fishing type day where we you know whatever i'll take half a paycheck or whatever and go to walmart and buy a bunch of kitty poles and stuff like that and yada 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 but I want to do something like that as well as a memorial so that, you know, maybe every once in a while we have a kiddie pole thing. But every year we have a real in a real in for Roman and we get captains, people, all proceeds, you know, can go towards uh, if we if I even knew how to create a foundation where we have people, volunteers, whatever it is to get out to school zones, because the school zones in some areas are way too short. They're, they're way too short as far as the distance from the school to where kids have to walk or ride their bikes and they're on major roads, and that's what happens. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was it was a bad thing, and, well, we could get into it off of air. It's, uh, it's past 8 o'clock. I just really wanted to give a shout-out to his family and, and tell them I'm sorry. And, you know, anything that, anything that we could do here for anybody that knows them, if it reaches them, I am more than willing to do it. Uh it was it was crazy going to the memorial and seeing young young ladies and and young boys that are of nine and ten and comprehending really what happened. And when you see little kids cry and they're crying because they're sad over something like that, and then there's people there like me and you, like I wore glasses, bro. I couldn't. I, Dude, couldn't, I can't. I can't. I, there's because I'm watching. Crazy. I'm watching grown like grown men cry that probably like they might have met the kid and knew the kid just like me. Like I'd see him in the morning, and if Bubba didn't, or I'd see him in the afternoon, and if I'm still waiting on Bubba and Jai, he'd come out. I say, hey, "What's up, Roman?" And he go, "What's up, Carter's dad?" Because they all call Bubba Carter, which kills me because that's what everybody used to call me in school was Carter. So I'd be like, "What's up, Ro?" You know, he'd go along his way, and he was just a good kid, man. It's just sad. And anything I could do to keep his memory going of, of that little guy as well as, you know, that, that really helps out their family a lot, I'd be more than willing to do that. Any last shout-outs, Dougie? No, I'll just um, – I'll take your ass to work, then. <laughs> already wrong the nail gun. Hey, watch this. Hold on. Hold on. Don't shut us down yet. Watch this. Everybody want to see something funny? Want to see uh, – Oh, do it. Do it. Craig get shot. <laughs> it's in his pants. Is it? Yeah, it's stuck. it was stuck in his pants. I didn't know you really had a nail in there. I'd have laughed if that hit him right in the butt. <laughs> it's only a 23 gauge. It's okay. All right, y'all be easy until next week on Sunday. Maybe that's what we'll do next week. Anybody want to be a victim and get hit with a nail gun in their hand, please, uh, please, please see a following attached. Thank you. Y'all have a great <laughs> Disclaimer. week. Disclaimer. <laughs>